Bonjour tout le monde. Welcome to Oh Wow the Podcast, a weekly recap and analysis of every episode of Skins UK starting from the very beginning. Je m'appelle Augustine, and today we're getting into Season 3, Episode 3, Thomas. It's an exciting day. Thomas is a great character, and he brings a lot to this friend group, so I'm really looking forward to getting into his introduction to the group with you guys today. It was a lot of fun rewatching this episode, and Thomas is a badass, so I'm in a very good mood talking about him. So let's just get right into it. The episode opens with this run-down apartment, and first we see a hand putting up a family photo, and then we see Thomas in the mirror practicing, saying, Hello, my name is Thomas. It's a pleasure to meet you. He's a very polite boy, and he's just practicing his English introductions. We see that he's this really cheerful, upbeat person. He's dancing, and right away we see that he loves music. This whole episode is such a stark contrast from last week, where we just saw Cook as like this destructive, negative, bitter, unhinged, unrestrained guy, and Thomas is very disciplined and respectful and positive and sweet, and so time and time again through this episode, I was just seeing how they contrasted these two with each other. We also just see how Thomas stands out in this neighborhood in general as he is trying to be friendly with the neighbors and the neighbor's kid is friendly enough back but then the mom like drags the kid away and it's like don't talk to that man and in general Thomas definitely stands out in Bristol. I've never been to Bristol or England at all so I don't know if it's overall a friendly city but Skins generally portrays it as pretty gritty and maybe more working class I guess and just not this super like peace and love friendly community I guess that's sort of how it's portrayed in the show again I have no idea how accurate that is or not so he calls his mom we see that his mom is back home wherever he came from which we'll find out later but he's speaking French and so of course I have to be excited since I'm taking French lessons right now I have to be annoying and like practice a little bit of French in this episode where I can and I was so happy that I could actually recognize 99% of what he was saying on the phone and like the conversation he has with his mom later on I could actually tell what they were saying and that was very exciting unfortunately his calling card on the phone with his mom it dies out and so he has to go to the shop to get a new one and again, we see the shopkeepers kind of like the neighbors, not super accommodating or friendly and kind of standoffish until these kids come in and they start stealing candy and Thomas is kind of side-eyeing them. But then they start beating up the shopkeeper and calling him racist names. So Thomas interferes and he's a force of good because he is a good boy and he tells them to not call people those names and he really helps out the shopkeeper and I think like one of the bigger themes in this is like how the non-white people in this area have to like stick together in a way because we do see that later on at the party that they go to but also just like 
how racist a lot of the people are and again because i've never been to england i can't really speak in an informed way on any of these issues and there's definitely some conversations to be had about immigration and race and culture as it's portrayed in the show but since i've never been to england i'm gonna kind of shy away from like going really in depth on those topics and i'm gonna keep it more just to like what they actually show us in the show. As a thanks for helping the guy out, Thomas is given a bag full of donuts, and oh my god, those donuts look so good. Especially the one that Pandora ends up eating in a minute, which has like M&Ms and it looks peanut buttery and delicious. So he's all happy because he's got donuts. I would be happy too. He's sitting on this bus stop bench, and he's sitting next to Pandora and Effie, and panda's so cute she just is super friendly and bubbly as well and i think she and thomas have the most compatible personalities from the friend group that we've met so far so she introduces herself and she's basically like hey can i have a donut and she's just shoving them in her face and smoking a joint and then starts drinking iron brew which i don't know what that is is it a malt or is it a soda i couldn't tell but she's just like consuming all of it in her little pigtails, which is very cute. And then it gets to be a little too much because it's a lot. She's going real fast, <laughs> shoveling everything in. So she does throw up and Thomas ends up helping carry her back to the Stoneham house so that she can uh, sleep it off. While they're there, Effie walks in on Anthea having an affair with Steve, who we don't know it seems like he's a coworker or something, but it's not Jim, so WTF. We just sort of leave with Effie being shocked, and we'll have to see how that plays out in later scenes and episodes. Back at Thomas's apartment, the doorbell rings, and it's the neighborhood welcoming him with a box of- just kidding. It's Johnny White punching him in the face! We remember Johnny White from the last episode because- He's like the notorious hard gangster who runs the city and everyone's scared of him. He starts interrogating Thomas and basically saying, this is my apartment, you gotta pay if you want to stay here. I run this block, so like, pay up. Who are you? And we see Thomas's, it looks like a fake picture, right? Because he has like a mustache and a beard in the passport photo and that's not him. I can't tell if it's just him, but shaved. I didn't, it was like a, a flash for one second, so it wasn't long enough for me to see. Anyway, we see that he's from Congo, so that's cool. Johnny trying to show off how threatening and hard he is, chugs a cup of hot ramen, <laughs> which to be fair would definitely be painful, but this whole episode is just so comedic the way that they show how much of a little wimp Johnny is compared to Thomas. It's absolutely brilliant. It's so funny the whole time. Anyway, Johnny is still threatening Thomas with his goons, and so he says, you gotta pay 300 pounds, which means that Thomas has to find a job because he doesn't have any money. He just got there the night before. So while he's looking for a job, we once again see how difficult it is for him to integrate into this society and how he's seen as such an outsider being from another country and speaking another language, his abilities and skills are just written off as nothing and meaningless when he's applying for jobs. 
So he ends up getting a job as a janitor for the school for Roundview College. So that will circle him back to everyone in the friend group even further. This also puts us in the scene of the school. So Katie's in the hallway trying to befriend Effie because Katie's been trying to impress Effie since day one and start a hot girl union with Effie, basically. But Effie is not like the other girls, as we know. She's like, I never try, which is very cool. I drew a little face with sunglasses next to that line in my notes. We're sort of seeing things through Thomas's eyes as he takes in all of this. He's seeing the relationship dynamics between the students. And he also walks in on this African savannah, very shoddily done theater production that is definitely a very superficial understanding of doesn't really say where it just says Africa in general so we don't really have a country in particular but Panda's in this theater class so she's part of it and of course she's just sort of like cutely excited to be part of it but also kind of messing up in the group that definitely would be considered a problematic production these days it's giving very glee vibes they all leave after the class and they leave behind the instruments and thomas starts playing a stringed instrument and it's so beautiful it's i don't know what the instrument is but it sounds somewhere between like a sitar and a harp it's very beautiful and panda walks in on him while he's playing it and she befriends him because he's looking so homesick and sad and she's like what's wrong and so she's there to comfort him and she's always looking for more friends panda's got a big heart so she's the perfect person to start hanging out with thomas while they're hanging out after school they get a little rumbly in the tumbly so pandora and thomas go to panda's aunt lizzie's house which is decorated for some reason with many many chainsaws interestingly i was offered a mini chainsaw from a random company on twitter this week so i guess chainsaws are just like word of the week and i don't know why her house has so many chainsaws but i think she's just supposed to be like the eccentric strange aunt so that definitely helps create that ambiance in her house we see that she's definitely a little different when they're having tea and Thomas notices that it's a cannabis tea and Panda's sort of babbling in the background saying like, oh yeah, this is so good. It makes my mouth all tingly and makes the scones taste really good. And the aunt is like, let's all get sconed, which is like <laughs> really silly but cute. So somehow Aunt Lizzie has no idea that this is weed and she's like, oh yeah, this nice Jamaican guy used to grow tea here, so we just have so much of it, I don't know what to do with it. And Thomas says, don't worry, I have an idea, I think I could sell some of this for you, which is very enterprising of him. Panda realizes that he is an ambitious and smart dude and she's all like into him selling the weed because he's gonna make a lot of money and he's smart and so she kisses him and then they have this very romantic nice kiss. Ugh, 
Definitely ship Panda and Thomas. They're very cute together. Back at the Stoneham house, things are very awkward as Jim has invited Steve, the guy that Anthea was having an affair with, over for drinks because they're buddies now. This is where we find out that Steve is actually Jim's manager at work. Without Tony there to be a distraction and take some of the pressure off the family, Everyone is just very tensely sitting around while Jim is totally oblivious. Anthea's just couldn't be more obvious, but somehow he's super oblivious, so she's like hiding behind her hand, and Effie is just staring at the hot mess that is her parents' marriage. Fortunately, Panda and Thomas show up to break the tension, and Panda's just her usual giggly self saying, we were kissing, and we got all this weed to sell, and so Effie abandons the awkward dinner table to help them out with the weed biz. And also we see that Thomas is a fucking badass because he just makes this sly comment to Anthea about the affair, like, oh, you look so nice with your clothes on. And again, it's kind of that, like, sunglasses dropping down meme, (laughs) if you guys know what I mean. Like, he's a badass. There's some good one-liners in this episode. So, Cook, Freddie, and JJ are out in the parking lot, and I'll comment on Cook's outfit later, because you guys will be surprised by my opinion, but he's wearing the same outfit through the whole episode. Anyway... They're hanging out, and the whole group is getting together because they've agreed they're going to help Thomas, basically because Effie probably said, hey, you guys need to help, and people tend to listen to Effie. I don't know why they would help Thomas otherwise. Not that they're, like, really mean people, but they don't really know who Thomas is, and Pandora is the only one who's actually spent any time with him, so it's basically the order of operations back to Effie being sort of the boss, getting everyone together. Even Naomi shows up to help out, and we see the same song and dance of Katie making snarky comments about Naomi, until Emily finally says, hey, shut up because she didn't even kiss me i kissed her because i was high on mdma and drunk and i wanted to kiss somebody okay so emily's finally starting to stand up to katie and correct the narrative of whatever happened which we didn't see what happened with naomi and emily but whatever misconception katie has that emily's been just repressing her gayness to fit in it's like starting to shake a little bit They go to this underground rave to sell the weed, unknowing that it's Johnny White's event that he is hosting to sell drugs to make money. So obviously Johnny's not going to be okay with that, especially since it's Thomas selling weed to make money for the apartment. And Cook is there, so it's just generally not a good situation for that conflict. We see another little glimpse into the Naomi and Emily relationship dynamic where Emily is talking to Naomi and saying I'm really sorry I wasn't on MDMA that night I just wanted to kiss you and I want to kiss you right now and Naomi is so untrusting of her which is totally fair enough because Emily's thrown Naomi under the bus for who knows how long about whatever happened that night and so Naomi's just angry with her which again is totally fair and Emily 
is trying to be more vulnerable but has absolutely no idea what she's doing which is very relatable basically emily is me trying to talk to girls and (laughs) having them be like what are you gay or something (laughs) and emily's like but no uh i was just kidding (laughs) Like, it pains me. It's, like, triggering to watch this interaction because it's so painfully relatable. And then Naomi kind of just walks away. And we see that Effie has overheard this whole conversation, which will come up in the next episode. We're interrupted by Johnny confronting Thomas and threatening him. And so Thomas is scared, but he's a badass. So does he just, like, cry No, he runs to the rappers. And again, this is when we see the people of color sticking together in this city. And he basically says, like, these white people are going to fuck me up. So I need you guys to help me. So the musicians that are performing at the show invite Thomas on stage. They put him in their clothes and he just blends in on stage with all the lights and everyone else who's partying and so he raps in french and it's very cool lots of good french rap you guys might be surprised it sounds like it would be kind of corny but there's a lot of good french rap definitely would recommend checking out some spotify playlists if you're interested in finding out more but i won't take too much time to nerd out about that because there's a lot going on we still got to talk about They get out of the party and they're counting all the money they've made selling weed. So Thomas is definitely in the clear because he's made almost 700 pounds, which is more than double what he was supposed to pay Johnny for the deposit. And Johnny and his crew rolls up looking really threatening. Cook has the most little scared bitch face ever. He looks so awkward. But he is kind of drippy this episode, and I have to point out that Cook looks kind of fresh this episode, and I'm actually giving him the Bristol's best. No matter how much shit I talked about him last week, I'm a Gemini, so I'm also like, listen, I can acknowledge when he looks fresh, and this v-neck cardigan, and khakis, and the chain, and his diamond earrings, like, he looks fresh. He kind of has the best outfit out of the whole episode. I'm sorry! forget whatever i said last week about cook like he looks good this episode so i'll give credit where it's due anyway that's not the point (laughs) the point is that thomas steps up to the plate and challenges johnny to a fight and he says listen i'll fight you myself pick any weapon you want one-on-one let's go so johnny takes him on and they're back at the apartment johnny has chosen to have a hot pepper eating contest Again, this whole situation where Johnny's supposed to be this hardened gangster, but he's just like, I'll eat hot peppers, is like really funny. And it turns out that these peppers that were supposed to be so scary are something that Thomas grew up eating from the family garden, so he just shovels in a handful of them smiling, and Johnny eats a handful to try to compete, but he ends up shitting himself, so he loses, and we see that Johnny is not really this hard gangster after all, and that Thomas is actually a fucking badass. And it's really cool. So everybody's partying and celebrating that 
Thomas doesn't have to pay Johnny any money and part of the deal was that Johnny's gonna leave this whole crew alone forever so Johnny is out of the picture everybody's just smoking weed and celebrating in the apartment and Thomas feels like a king but behind every badass dude is an even stronger mother who will kick their ass so his mom shows up rings the doorbell just as he and Pandora are about to have sex for the first time that's what she says she wants and Pandora's been waiting for this moment she's been wanting to get surf and turf since day one of uh school so they're interrupted his mom is like uh absolutely not you're going back home if this is how you're gonna live when you're here you're just gonna be partying with girls and doing drugs then you have to go back home like this is not gonna happen so she tells him to pack his bags and he has to leave just as soon as we met thomas he has to go we're given a little bit of a cassie going to scotland vibe where we're made to believe that they're not gonna come back but they do come back but we just don't know when they're going to come back I'm just going to give that as a spoiler in case you haven't seen the next episode. We just know that he's leaving and we don't know when he'll return. So of course Panda's heartbroken because she's fallen in love with this guy or at least is really attracted to him and wanted to surf and turf with him. So she's crying and the last scene of the episode is her at her Aunt Lizzie's while Aunt Lizzie is smoking a joint and holding a chainsaw and patting Pandora's hair to comfort her, which is a very iconic image. The cinematography is so good sometimes on this show. It just blows my mind. Anyway, yeah, so that's the episode. We don't know what's going to happen with Thomas. Next week is the Slumber Party episode, and I'm super excited for that. I have something really special planned for you guys that I think you're going to really appreciate. So that's going to be a lot of fun, and this episode overall was just sort of lighthearted and fun and made me laugh and smile a lot, which was really nice after last week, which is pretty dark and grim. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week and look forward to Season 3, Episode 4 coming out next week. It'll definitely be out on Friday next week. This week was super crazy. I was working a ton and just like really busy and crazy, but next episode will be out on Friday. So look forward to that. And thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I hope you have a beautiful week. Make sure to check out the Instagram at oh wow the podcast. And I always post on Reddit and YouTube to chit chat with you guys about what's going on and get your thoughts. So Yeah, find me there and have a good one. Thanks. Bye.